Welcome back. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show, Thursday morning, June 15. We're joined now by Sooner Baseball head coach Skip Johnson. Good morning, coach. What's going on? How are you today, sir? I'm doing good. Hey, who got Louis Osaven? Louis not in this one. I don't know why uh, oh, little Louis not in. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with little Louis. Is that your favorite golfer? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's a fun name to say. Uh, I just like good. the name, Louis Olsaven. I've I learned how to say it, so it kind of gets me fired up. You know, yeah. being a country guy, it's hard to say stuff. So uh, when I learned how to say Louis Olsaven, I got really good at it. Okay. Well, I understand. I got some things to ask you about. But I understand right. you got some breaking news for us today, and I think it's about uh, your new assistant coach, right? Yeah, Todd Butler. Well, Todd, Todd Butler from Butler. Uh, he was at uh, Arkansas, Alabama, Blinn Junior College, uh, Wichita State. Uh, really big time recruiting coordinator. Uh, we're excited to get him. Uh, he actually started his career here at OU and is going to uh-huh. hopefully finish his career here at OU. Come full circle. He played for Enos. Um, was an assistant, uh, uh, was an assistant here. And you mentioned, uh, let me ask you this. He's got a ton of SEC experience. Did that have anything yeah. to do with, with you being drawn to him? Absolutely. He's been to Omaha eight times, was practically built the program with uh, Van Horn at the University of Arkansas, was at Alabama before that with Jim Wells, uh, one of the uh, more successful SEC head coaches, and uh, um, absolutely, it's what I've known him for uh, going on 30 years, you know, uh, and uh, uh, he recruited my players when I was at Navarro. Actually traded a stopwatch for a player one time at mid-semester. <laughs> now what? Actually traded a player for a stopwatch. But tell me about that. So he comes in, and that's when you could get guys at mid-semester. We had a kid that uh, took two and a half years to graduate, right-handed pitcher, and uh, uh, he had a nice Seiko stopwatch. I mean, I mean, it was Toby. When I tell you it's a nice stopwatch, it was a nice stopwatch. I said, I tell you what. I mean, he won ten games for him that year, that spring. He won ten games for him, and I said, I'll trade you this guy for that stopwatch. Sure enough, we did it. I'm not sure that's allowed, is it? I was going to say, is that legal? Oh, yeah. I guess in junior college you can do anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was allowed back then. 
That's amazing. Uh, Todd Butler, he'll fit right in with what you're doing offensively too, Coach, what Reggie and, and you are doing offensively. 1988, Todd Butler, 46 stolen bases for OU, still the OU single-season record for stolen bases. So uh, he's going to want to run too, just like Reggie does. Yeah, he's got an offensive mind, and uh, uh, it's going to be really good. To, uh, really, what we want him to do is be the recruiting coordinator. That's what we want him to do. We want his his expertise in being the recruiting coordinator, and uh, uh, I think that's where his um, is really going to help us a lot doing that. All right, so three former Sooners now on your staff, Reggie Willits, Russell Raley, and uh, and Todd Butler and Britt Bonneau as well. So so four. What about Ryan uh, Gaines? Uh, Ryan Gaines, okay, yeah, five. Just keep going. Uh, uh, you've surrounded yourself with crimson and cream, Coach. Well done. Yep. Yep. Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. I love it. I was a you know I didn't know Todd in his playing days, but I knew him at Wichita State, obviously, and always very much looked forward to uh, our conversation. So him coming back to OU is very exciting news and a great hire by you as well, because not only is he a sooner, but as you mentioned, he's got all that sec connection. So let me ask you this. What are you hearing out there about when baseball is going to have a night like football did last night? Like, when are we going to find out some details about how baseball is going to work in the sec? Any idea? You know what? I think uh, we'll start going to SEC meetings like they they have done. We'll start doing that in the fall, and uh, uh, I think we'll know this fall for sure. Um, and uh, I mean, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing uh, we'll do in the fall. But here's the here's the thing too. What's good about having all these Sooners around me? Mm-hmm. When we need something, I can just ask them. I mean, they're all alumni. They should be able to uh, give us some NIL money too, right? Right, that's right. They they know all the Build alums. The stadium, out there. right? Hey, man, wait. We need we need some uh, new L screen. They they know somebody they can call to get it done for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah. you know, I think we'll have those meetings this fall. I really do. Uh, uh, we're going to start going to those. So I'll have two meetings: a Big Twelve meeting and the SEC meeting to go to. It'll be fun. I can't wait to get in a room with uh, uh, Dave Van Horn and uh, uh, Sully. It'll be it'll be uh, it'll be great. There's a lot of interesting characters in that conference for sure. Oh, we got uh, Elvis at uh, we got Elvis at Tennessee with Vitello. Uh-huh. Elvis <laughs> Schloss down there at A and M. Oh yeah, you see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's crazy. Now, now, how much when you're recruiting, and I would assume even in the portal right now. How much yeah. has that conference, have you used that, you know, the ability to play in the SEC and how receptive have players been to wanting to to do that? Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of uh, things that are uh, help being in the SEC and recruiting. Uh, you know, I think there, there's some things with that for sure. Um, we've used that a little bit, uh, but we talk more about player development, how the experience is, how we're going to help the kid and and so forth you know i think that's uh, the biggest thing i mean you can look at all these bells and whistles and and all this stuff but it, it's about you know how you can make the kid better right? what, what's like jake bennett kate horton you know kate cavalli you know that's the thing that we've got to continue to look at we're not going to show them this uh 
shiny, beautiful field yet, and, and this is coming. And so uh, uh, it's pretty amazing, though, Toby. Everybody we've talked to has either talked to LSU or A&M. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I think over – I mean, it's cra- it's crazy. And everybody wants a full scholarship, and they all want NIL money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. a new world. Yeah. It is. It is. It's almost like uh, uh, um, you have to re-recruit them. You have to – I mean, what other stuff do we have – or is baseball going to have to deal with besides uh, the draft? You know, and then now we got the portal and uh-huh. 11.7 and a counter and a sport. What else are we going to have to deal with in limited hours? It's a lot. It's a it lot. Is. You've got your work but cut that's out also for you. What's a fun, that's the opportunity in it as well. I'll give you a suggestion that you pass it on to Todd if you want, if you're looking for some right. extra NIL money. Uh, my man over here has got uh, a lake house, a circle drive, gargoyles, two living rooms. He's loaded. So just have Todd Butler call up TJ, and let's see if we can squeeze a little cash out of he him. Likes to, done, huh? He likes to exaggerate what my gargoyles cost that I have out front, my statues. Yeah. So he likes hey, to exaggerate. Hey, what, He's uh, loaded. Where's your lake house at? <laughs> yeah, it's TK, out of ten killer. Like? It's out of ten killer. Yeah, I'd like to go. Yeah, you got a bat. You got a bass boat? Uh, no, but I have friends that do. He's I've got, got a boat, but I don't have a bass boat. Oh man, you can catch that uh, crappie. I mean, I like crappie fishing too. Can Coach use your uh, lake house, Teach? He can come anytime that he wants to. to I invite Toby all the time, Coach. He never will come, but you're more than uh, welcome anytime. That's not true. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Toby, you need to go out to that. You could get out on the porch and have a a good T-Rope show on it. Yeah, that would be fun. I'm not a – I'm not – I'm pretty soft, Coach. I'm more of a golf guy than a lake guy, and I know that disappoints you, but that's – I'm just not, you know, that's just me. I don't, I don't I'm not a big fisherman. I'm not a big wildlife yeah. guy, you know? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I know. That's we can do one for the deer stand. You just lost a little respect for me, I know, but that's okay. No, um, I didn't lose deer. I like golf, too, but we can do we can do a T-Row show from the deer stand. Now, that would be cool. I would really yeah, enjoy would. that. Yeah. Uh, I know you can't name names, but how crazy is that portal right now? Oh, it's nuts! I mean, it's really, it's really, uh, uh, it's it's really nuts. I'm telling you, it's been it's been fun. It's a uh, uh, been a new experience for me, for sure. You know, I, I we we've seen a few names trickle out of of guys that you know your players that are hitting the portal, but not a lot of one, not a lot. I mean, you are you're pretty happy with kind of what you feel like you might be having coming back next year i know we still got a draft to get through and everything but it looks like it's shaping up pretty good so far for you coach well th- this roster is still going to take another leg i mean there- there's no doubt about that it's going to keep going it's like an onion right now uh we're going to continue to try to figure out the roster figure out the pitching staff so there's there's things that could change as we go through we got to find starting pitching uh for sure that's the biggest thing uh you know and uh, um I mean that's really the biggest thing, more so than anything. Yeah, yeah. If we All get right. the guy that we had on campus the other day, uh, it'll be really good. Yeah, I, I can't well, take I, name that. No, I know you can't, but I know who it is. How you feeling about it? Feeling good. I feel I feel good about it. I mean, we did what we could do. You know, yeah. you keep asking, 
Mark, uh, Matthew uh, 7, 7, you keep asking and you'll receive. You keep seeking, you will find. Keep knocking, the door will open. Keep knocking. Keep knocking. I mean, we're going to keep knocking. We're going to keep at it for sure. All I got, right. I got great coaches. Uh, so the big news today, former Sooner Todd Butler coming back to OU. He will be uh, on the coaching staff for Skip Johnson. Brings a ton of SEC experience. Great hire, Coach. Thanks for letting us know this morning. Hey, you know what he likes to do as well? What's that? Deer hunt. Okay, of course he does. It's a prerequisite, I believe. <laughs> Thanks, Skip. Good luck. You guys have a great day. You too. See ya. Uh, he feels good, Teach. He feels good. He's in a good mood today, man. He, that makes me feel good, right? If he's feeling that good, that makes me feel good. So He would fit in with me out there, though, because none of us can say uh, Louis Oosthuizen out there either. So. <laughs> Oosthuizen. <laughs> uh, Todd Butler, very cool. That I know that's a name that was in the conversation anyway, Tej, or speculation, I think back when Pete was hired. Uh, I remember it floating coach. around. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I remember his name being out there not too long ago. So that may have been what it was. So, yeah. Yeah. You've added – so to Reggie Willits, a guy who likes to run, and Russell Raley, a guy who likes to run, you have added the all-time single-season stolen base leader in OU history in Todd Butler to the coaching staff now. So, uh, All right. So he, we were asking him about the SEC and recruiting and, and his team. Here's what Brent Venables had to say last night about – well, you'll hear it. It's about recruiting. The right time to talk about oh, wrong you know, tailgating. Wrong soundbite. We're going to play that one coming up. So I apologize, TJ. Wrong soundbite. Uh, Lee, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, – no, let's don't play that one. Oh, TJ, I screwed up. Hang on. What, Pull what have you given us? What have you given us? Okay, I find the bite. I clicked off of it. I clicked on the wrong bite, and now I can't get back to the right bite. Um, hang on a second, Teach. Hold your horses. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, no, that's not it. Here we go. Nope. Oh, TJ, I'm so mad at myself right now. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. I'm going to find it on the other side, okay? I will find – oh, I got it. I got it, TJ. <laughs> I got it. Okay, pause the music. Okay, here we go. Here How we much go. does it change having the actual opponents for 2024? Yeah. How, how can you guys use that? Well, you think I'm going to flash the schedule this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> We've got Champion Barbecue. we got yeah. 28 monsters on campus this weekend. So somewhere somebody's going to make me a graphic uh, so I can – Talk about, you know, uh, the baptism. This is this is how you're coming into college football, you know. And um, this is not for the weak-minded. So, uh, you know, you cross this line, you know, coming to the University of Oklahoma, this is, you know, what you can count on, you know, lining up, putting your hand in the grass against the best of the best. So I think that's the type of guys that we want to recruit. If they don't come, that's a good thing, you know. But I think it, again, creates – you know, vision for both the players, their families, and again, for them, that's their first year in college. So I think I w we would be negligent if we didn't, you know, say that that didn't play, a, you know, won't take a, you know, play a big part in uh, these these guys. You know, it's another and, you know, another reason why to choose Oklahoma. 
All right, um, we'll we'll play that other clip about tailgating coming up as well. Tyler Woodward going to join us from the Jimmy coming up. We got two inside the ropes passes to the Corn Ferry next week to give away. We'll be back. This is the T Row in the morning show. He is T Row. This hour is brought to you by RK Black, your office technology solution leader since 1952. Copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management. They can help you with all of it in your small or medium-sized business right here in Oklahoma or Kansas, rkblatt.com, 405-943-9800. He was very disappointed to me that I don't have a bass boat. That will be remedied yeah. probably in a couple of years. So Just hold buy on. another boat. Just buy it's another what boat. my kid has asked for instead of a vehicle for his 16th birthday, so we'll see. What uh, stupid question from a stupid person here. What are the advantages over of having a bass boat over what you currently have? Um, much faster, smaller, gets into smaller, tighter areas. Um, smaller, tighter areas. Yeah. So you can get back into like coves and stuff when you want to fish or a little, uh, you know, closer to the bank, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't have now. Yes. I'm not talking like a giant cove. I'm talking, I'm just talking like a smaller, like yeah, crevice yeah. back in there, you know, or whatever, you know, so, um, a crack or a crevice. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't drive a bass boat. I don't fish. So that, that's kind of the uh, generic, uh, things I could tell you. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. Very good. Um, anything else before we go to our guest? Oh, I forgot about our guest. My apologies. I was messing with that okay. commercial spot. Let me call Tyler here. Tyler Woodward coming up from the OU Jimmy Austin uh, Golf Club. They have been kind enough again this year to sponsor our golfer giveaways. If you just now waking up, you've missed it. We have given away all our golfers to the U.S. Open, which starts in about 20 minutes. They will be teeing off at the L.A. Country Club, 845 Central Time this morning. I like it when we have a major on the West Coast because we get later primetime golf. A lot of, uh, you know, like, Four o'clock tea times today where we get to watch it until bedtime tonight. I like that. All right, Tyler's with us now. He's a very, very busy man, but he's carved out a few minutes for us this morning. Tyler Woodward, good morning. How are you, my friend? What's going on, guys? Good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. I know it's crazy busy over there with the Corn Ferry coming to town. How the preparation's going for you guys? Man, it's been it's been outstanding. This has been a, a long time in the works coming. We've talked about it before. Uh, but kind of started the conversation with the DJ tour about nine or 10 years ago and, and just wanted to, to get this facility right. And, and we've been able to do a lot of incredible things with a lot of support from a lot of great people um, over the last decade. And here we are. Uh, we, we are exactly one week away from uh, the ball, first ball being in the air uh, and professional golf being in Norman full time. We have certainly received a ton of rain of late. I would imagine the course is very green and looking great. It is, man. I I, I can't can't do any any interviews without saying, you know, Cody Elwood, my superintendent, his staff, um, what an incredible job they do, um, and and they are they they are the uh, the MVPs of getting the golf course uh, in championship condition. So. But, yeah, rain weather has been awesome. We finally got some heat, but it's not too much heat. Uh, you know, it's, we joke about it all the time. It, it never rains enough, and it always rains too much with superintendents. Um, so he's, his smile has been pretty good as of late because uh, we have been getting some good moisture. Uh, the temperatures being in the 80s and, and low 90s uh, has been incredible as well. 
the, the Corn Ferry Tour staff, this is advance week, um, which, you know, I'm learning quickly with the PGA Tour. Advance week is just like uh, tournament week because they're here all the time and they ask a lot of questions. No, but it, everything is going, <laughs> going really well. And, and uh, we, have, we have more deliveries and more, more equipment showing up on property, but it, it just kind of creates that excitement that, uh, that we've been waiting for. So maybe some listeners out there who aren't as familiar with the Corn Ferry Tour, walk us through why they should come to this event next week, and then what what does the week look like for you guys out there? What all can fans participate in? You bet. Um, so the Corn Ferry Tour is um, uh, the literally the tour that every every next champion comes from. Um, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. Um, you talk about, you know, as far back to Jim Furyk, it was called the web.com back in that day. But everybody um, that has, you know, made the name in professional golf uh, typically gets their start. Now, there's been a few that, that get to bypass it and go straight to the big tour. Um, but it is. It's the next stars of, of the PGA Tour. Um, and and it's, what's exciting about it as well, there's a lot of Oklahoma people in it. We've got six OU golfers, um, including Chris Goddard, up the National Player of the Year last year. Uh, Logan McAllister, Quade Cummins, Grant Hirschman. I mean, you, just the list goes on and on. Um, so a lot of lot of great local support. Um, we're, we're excited to see you know a lot of the, a lot of these fans that have come out for NCAA regionals that we've hosted in the past. Now they can see them on the Corn Ferry Tour and then in in the future on the PGA Tour. And tickets, I assume, very much still available. Yeah, they are. Yeah, CompliantSolutionsChampionship.com. Uh, tickets available there. We still need some volunteers as well. Um, hmm. So. Late, late, kind of fill in on on some of those spots, um, but then you you know all the parking is going to be at Lloyd Noble. The, we're running shuttles and transits over from there. You can actually buy tickets at the gate as well. Um, so to keep that in mind. Uh, kids 15 and under are free to to come and watch. So bring your family out. Um, Thursday through Sunday uh, is whenever uh, patrons will be allowed on property. Uh, but really, really excited about professional golf and, like I said, being full-time in Norman for the next five years at least. Now, that makes it convenient, folks. You can park at the LNC, giant parking lot there, shuttles back and forth right there to the golf course. It'll be uh, very convenient. Um, thank you again for sponsoring our golfer giveaway here on The Ref, Tyler. The U.S. Open about to get underway here in about 15 minutes now at a L.A. Country Club. Are you familiar at all with the L.A. Country Club? Uh, I have not, I have not played it, but very familiar with it. Um, you know, we, we, we talk about it every major, uh, you know, the masters is the greatest week of the year. I've said that for years now. Um, the PGA championship being a PGA member, it, it has a special place for me, um, that, that I enjoy watching, but the U S open, uh, is the grind of all grinds. And, and, you know, we'll see, we'll see what the weather does. Obviously out in LA, it should be good, but if you've seen any of the lead up and the live from the rough is long and gnarly, the fairways are fast and sloped. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna prove uh, you know to be a pretty pretty tough challenge. And and you know I do I love seeing these tour guys struggle. Uh, I know that sounds <laughs> terrible, but it's it's you know they play play such pristine places all the time, and the weather's always good. And you know the the six to seven under par round is is not uncommon. Um, but seeing seeing a champion in the single digits or you know the low single digits even at some of some of these past U.S. Open events. Uh, really create kind of some fun, different side to uh, for the true golfer to to be like, okay, it's not just birdie every hole. Uh, so we we'll see what LA Country Club looks like um, and see how it holds up to the test. But uh, I think it's going to be a good one.
Got a 78-yard par three on Saturday. That is just bananas. That's uh, yeah. I played a par three course with my daughter yesterday. Not a single one of the holes was 78 yards. They were all more than that. So the thought that they're going to be playing uh, a PGA Tour, a U.S. Open on a hole that short is unfathomable. Okay, who's going to win it? Give us your pick. All right, so normally, you know, we, we, we go towards the top. You see what those odds look like. And it's easy to say, you know, probably what you're going to say, the Scotty Schefflers or the Brooks Kepkas or, you know, all of these guys, the Rory McElroys. This one is, you know, not too far off the radar, but definitely down the list a little bit. He shot a 61 in route to his individual national championship back whenever he played at UCLA. Max Homa, the hometown mm. boy, is going to win – the U.S. Open at the LA. I like the pick. I like the pick, and uh, I rarely like your picks, but I like this pick, <laughs> and uh, I would be very happy with that. I, I like Max. I think he's a cool dude, and I, I would like it if he wins. It's the wrong pick, but I like it, and I'll be rooting for your pick. You're close, though. You've got the right idea. I'm going to take uh, another guy who's very familiar with that course. In fact, I think Max Homa broke his course record. This is going to be an unpopular pick. I don't necessarily like this guy. He may not finish until Monday, but I think Patrick Cantlay is going to win the U.S. Open this week. UCLA over UCLA. TJ, who are you picking to win the U.S. Open, TJ? Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen, who is uh, not in the field. How to pronounce it by skip. Yeah, thanks for that, (laughs) TJ. All right. uh, Okay, Tyler, again, it's uh, compliancesolutionschampionship.com. Is that right, for for tickets? Yes, that's it. Yep. All right. Yep. Go there. Thanks, buddy. Come out, support it. Um, golf shops open all week. We'll have some cool, cool gear. Um, but yeah, come out and support it. And uh, yeah, boomer server. They got the best OU gear, the Peter Millar stuff there at uh, the Jimmy. All right, man. Have a great week next week. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. There you go, Tyler Woodward. And when we come back, TJ, we got two more inside the ropes passes to give away to next week's. Uh, Corn Ferry Tour event, the Compliance Solutions Championship at the Jimmy. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. You think this is the right time to talk about, you know, tailgating? Yeah. 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 Well, still, like, yeah. They're literally, they're going to... Every patch of grass is going to have a vehicle uh, on it, whether it's a, you know, an 18-wheeler or a, an 8-wheeler, 12-wheeler, uh, a 4-wheeler, yeah, every patch Regardless of grass. Of number of wheels, and the grass yeah. is going to grow back just fine. <laughs> and people are going to clean up after themselves. Uh, but when, when you go on the road, you're going to see tailgating uh, at its finest. And, um, and so hopefully as we continue to uh, progress and transition that, uh, we are able to do that. Like, to me, tailgating is like it brings it, it creates this amazing place to to have memories. Um, you know, to uh, to remember moments and to uh, to build relationships and to share uh, passion, love, and joy for your university. And uh, you know, it's one thing to do it on a slab of concrete, but to compete and find a spot and camp out for a couple of days and then uh, to be able to and do your thing, you know, from the beginning to the end of a college uh, Saturday, well, college weekend. Player, though, like pulling in yeah, on the bus. Yeah, and it's, it's your, a big deal. Seeing your fans lining the streets, yeah. coming in. It's a it's big awesome. deal. 
All right, so, Tej, it sounds like uh, from what the Prez said yesterday to the Board of Regents and what Brent said last night that a lot of people are going to get their wish that we're about to see expanded tailgating at the University of Oklahoma. A lot more uh, spots for tents, a lot more spots for flags waving, people joining together. It's a, it's a good thing. So Let me ask you thing. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that means Lindsay Street, I would think, right there just uh, south of the stadium. Where else could that mean? You're, you're more familiar with the tailgate scene than I am. What, what's the I next think place? That's the, I think that's the area that people miss the, the most is that south end of the stadium right there where the – Street would be blocked off, and you'd be lined up on the street right there. And obviously, there's construction and stuff that's happened there that will take away a little bit of what that atmosphere was. But there's still plenty of room over there. So I'm thinking mostly over in that area, because um, you still have the area over there off by the track that is still filled with tents a lot of the times and everything. Um, maybe they're going to allow it to expand out Um more over to the area kind of where you guys are with the the pregame show, the party in the palace, maybe off over there to the, um, if you're facing you guys, this tent in the stadiums behind you, maybe Mm -hmm. off to the left over there some. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, though, because you got lots of areas where, like, that's an area over there by that area that I'm talking about where the band would stop and perform, you know, as they're making their walk through and stuff. So, um, What about, like, I heard Teddy mention last night, like the South Oval. You think they would let people just kind of take over the South Oval or I, too too many pretty flowers? I, I, that's what I was going to say. I, I just don't know the damage that would be done over there unless you just completely redo that area. Brent says and the grass will grow, bra- grow back. It will. I mean, it would be an awesome area, man. If that thing was lined with tents and stuff over yeah. in that area, it would be incredible. So, yes, that would be awesome. I just don't know... Like I said, what type of damage would be done to how beautiful that area is and stuff? Maybe they are thinking of Brent completely also, redoing the South Oval, but that's pretty historic, so I don't think you would. Brent also said everybody in the SEC picks up after themselves, which, uh, no, come on. I, well, I haven't been to I Baton Rouge yet. <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt that. I haven't been to Baton Rouge yet, but I got a hard time believing they're all out there picking They'll up They'll clean up themselves. after themselves. There's jambalaya all over the parking lot. <laughs> crawdad shells everything else just laying around man that's the one thing a lot of things i'm looking forward to but um going to baton rouge is going to be an eye-opener and i'm sure it's going to be uh crazy and zany and i hope it's a night game but my my two memories of playing baseball down there at the box one was my wife coming back to the hotel every night with nacho cheese in her hair because of the fans throwing food on the ou fans there the other is before the game, we would walk from our hotel to the stadium through the, the parking lot, the tailgating for baseball. Massive amounts of tailgating. I'm sure it will be even more for football, obviously. And every tailgate you passed by, even though I'm wearing OU gear, was always, hey, come on, yeah, you want some food? You want some jambalaya? You want some whatever? You know, everybody's cooking up Cajun food, and it smells unbelievable and they're all as friendly as could be before the game, you know. Have some food. Come in. Great great to have you here and everything. And then once the game started, they were, you know, less friendly, obviously. But uh, it's the tailgating scene there 
the food at TJ there is what I'm I'm a, I love Cajun food so right much, so mm. okay I got uh, we got tickets to give away now what do we have left Teach we have left Thursday and Friday okay inside uh, the week. ropes two passes inside the ropes corn Ferry tour event next week at the Jimmy inside the ropes okay that's what we're giving away. This is not just a ticket to get you in. You get to walk inside the ropes with the players. This is very cool. Uh, you get to pick either Thursday or Friday, so either the first or the second round. Make sure if you answer this question that you can use the tickets, okay? Now, yesterday, TJ, I said this exact same thing. We immediately got a correct answer from someone who said, oh, no, I can't use the tickets. Don't answer the question. If you can't use the tickets, please. Uh, Thursday or Friday, two free passes inside the ropes. Here's the question. TJ, let me I always forget to text you the answer first. I think you'll know this one already, but uh, hang on, I'm going to send TJ the question here, the answer here. Uh, all right, TJ, you got the answer. All right, here we go. SEC schedule. Last night, OU's first SEC List of opponents released. What is the only SEC opponent on the 2024 OU schedule that OU has never played? The only opponent on the first SEC schedule for OU that the Sooners have never played in football. First person to text in the correct answer, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. You get to pick Thursday or Friday. We got a winner? We got a winner. You want to double check that they can go for me? I think so. He's been trying to win uh, other days. I've seen him answering the question. So, Patrick, you you're good to go. Patrick. Patrick and the, uh, and he has correctly answered. You say, what was his answer? Uh, South Carolina. And he says yes right. with a lot of S's that he can Nice. Go. All right. Let us know Thursday or Friday, Patrick. South Carolina, of course, OU has, has played Texas many times. They've played Alabama six times previously this will be their seventh meeting uh they've played tennessee four times all together uh this will be their fifth matchup uh, when they meet in 2024 they have played auburn twice in sugar bowls uh, they've played lsu how many times here they've played lsu three times most recently in the peach and twice in the sugar They've played Missouri a ton of times, and they have played Ole Miss once. The Y2K game, New Year's Eve 1999, Deuce McAllister Independence Bowl. TJ, did you hear the story that BV told last night about that Independence Bowl? So we were in the middle of uh, eating it, and I guess I heard part of it, and I heard him almost slip and uh, cause a fine to a lot of stations out there, but I yeah. didn't catch the very end of it. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna clip it and play it for you okay, next okay. when we come back. Uh, so congratulations, Patrick. Did he pick a day? Uh, I've emailed him. I haven't or, uh, okay. texted him. I've not heard back yet. So We will have one more set of Inside the Ropes tickets to okay, give away. Thursday. He's taking Thursday's tickets. Okay. So we'll have the Friday set to give away on tomorrow's show. Quick break. One more segment. Hear what BV had to say about that Independence Bowl next.
This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. No Chris Plank this week. He's vacationing at Mykonos. I did see, uh, I think it was Carter that, said, what do you think about Brent saying we're going to win 10 games next year? I found the quote, TJ. He said, if we if we just get better on defense, we're going to win 10-plus games and have a chance to hang a banner up at the end of the year. So that was his 10-game uh, quote, if we get better defense. Okay, here is the um, – he's going through the schedule, and BV talks about Ole Miss and then goes into a, a story. This was last night. And I think we got we – got- Ole Miss, you yeah. know, last time we played them was our first year here, '99, and uh, they got us on a on a last second field goal, beat us 27-25 in the Independence Bowl. Uh, you'll love the. Uh, is this an appropriate time to, to tell a quick story on Please, the headset sure, yeah. story? Absolutely. So, so we we take the lead in the game uh, with a what, what is the music? What are they? They're showing your schedule. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anytime you throw a graphic up, they All feel right. the need to I put music they were under. Me off. Yeah, no, you're good. So. This is not the Academy Awards. You go as long as you want. <laughs> Wrap it up. We were, Wrap it we, up. Were just ta- we just took the lead. And give or take, you know, there's under two minutes to go in the game. So Deuce McAllister was, he might have been the leading kickoff returner in the country going into the bowl game. And so, you know, we went into the game with a, a chip on our shoulder. We're kicking off to him. We're going to smash him. That was our game plan on, on kickoff. They're not going to block us. And so through three and a half, three and three quarter quarters, it, you know, that held true. We Every time we kicked off, we smoked them. And so here it is. Coach Stoops says, all right. He says, all right, what do you all think? And it was quiet, <laughs> deafening. <laughs> and Bobby Jack says, well, hell, I'm not sure what the debate is. We kicking this, somebody, uh, we kicking this thing off. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we've been covering him and killing him all night. You know, we're going to kick off. And all the guys in the kickoff huddle was like, yeah, coach, let's go. So we kicked off with Deuce McAllister, and he he returns it like 60 yards. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally. So, um, and then we, I think they got a first down, maybe two, and the guy kicks a a career-long field goal to get us. But then we go on, and we win 20 straight games. Yeah. And uh, win the national championship the next next year, and that kicked us off for, for 20 straight Nothing better than a Bobby Jack Wright story. Oh, they're always great. They're always yeah. great. <laughs> I don't know what the debate's about. Uh, he's, uh, I, my favorite was uh, when Bobby Jack was picking up Bob at the airport in Houston. Uh, yeah. Are you sure you're he couldn't in Houston? Find him. <laughs> couldn't find him. I'm standing out front. What's the, si- what's the sign say, Bob? It says DFW. <laughs> no, maybe it was Love, love Field. Field. It, it says Love Field. Yeah. Because well, that's Dallas. He got off. He on got off the wrong flight. plane. <laughs> that's the guy with no fear that you you talk about uh, the fan base and their approach with SEC teams. Yeah. That's the guy you need to have a uh, a rallying speech by with Bobby Jack. Bobby right? Jack, right? Yes. Yeah, you're right. There, I there are a lot, and I, I mean, I have seen some leak into my less than 100 person timeline, TJ, of 
of uh, people saying, dang, this schedule is hard. What did you think the SEC was, people? What did you think we, you were going to get? We're going to get this is the Vandy, SEC. Missouri, Kentucky, and South Carolina every year with a sprinkle of Alabama and LSU maybe. Put the 14 teams in one of those Yahtzee cans and you know shake out seven of them or eight of them every year. It's going to be tough. It doesn't matter which ones you get. It's going to be tough. So this is it, man. This is what you signed up for. There, There is no more Iowa State coming to town, Teach. Uh, Kansas, it, this is big boy football, big boy opponents on Owen Field, big boy game day atmospheres, big boy road trips. I mean, life is about to get – life's pretty interesting right now. It is about to get so much fun, more fun. Um, and even this year, I'm, ex- I'm not, like, wishing away this year at all. I think this last year in the Big 12 is going to be a blast, too. Because it's the last year in the Big 12, there are some new teams in the mix. And I think it is means a lot to people that OU goes out on top. That they like win th- the Big 12 championship, yes. but it's going to mean just as much to those opposing teams to make sure <clears throat> Oklahoma and Texas doesn't even have a chance to play in that game for that championship. So they, yeah. not that they don't get geared up for OU and Texas anyway, because they do. But there's going to be a little extra incentive for all of those fan bases, all of those teams to say we can't let them carry this trophy off with them to the SEC. So it sounds like I'm going to need to budget for big boy pants. You definitely need need to put down the board shorts (laughs) and get some big boy pants. That's exactly right. All right. uh, Good show today, Teach. Thanks to Skip Johnson and Tyler Woodward for joining us. Adam Hildebrandt tomorrow, voice of the ORU Golden Eagles on game day in Omaha, joining us live. Going to be a big show tomorrow. Have a great Thursday, everybody.